0: Radio Texas Live Legends with Buddy Logan. In
1: football, you got John Madden, baseball, Vince Scully, and hockey, the great Doc Emmerich. These are voices you would stop doing whatever it is you need to do and listen, even if you didn't care about the game that was happening. In Red Dirt, that's Cody Canada. Towards the end of this interview from May 2014, Cody and I talked about one song that would best define and describe Red Dirt music, and he's humbled to hear that my team here at Radio Texas Live came up with Cross Canadian Ragweed 17. He's humbled... But he didn't disagree, and really, how can you? Uh, would you believe if I told you that track is over 20 years old? But man, it still hits so hard. Two decades later. Cody, of course, was the heartbeat across Canadian ragweed until 2010, when he and Jeremy Plato pivoted to form The Departed with Seth James & Company. This interview took place just after Seth James had left The Departed, and Cody had some pretty candid thoughts on why it happened. And it goes beyond the trite, grew apart kind of explanation you so often hear. I'm Buddy Logan, host of Radio Texas Live, and it was guys like Pat Green, Charlie Robinson, Jason Boland, and yes, Cody and cross-Canadian Ragweed who are a big part of my introduction into Texas music. I bought Ragweed's Soul Gravy album in Baghdad, Iraq, while I was deployed there in 2004, and I got to share that story with him in this interview. And his response is unique, but it's also indicative for what it's like to be an independent band hustling every step of the way. While cross-Canadian ragweed were a regional phenomenon, and not everyone even knew they existed, Cody and the boys were rock stars in every bit of the word. They sold over a million albums, and that was back when people still bought physical albums, and ragweed did it mostly independently. For 10 years, they defined Texas and red dirt, and still influence artists today. I'm looking at you, Co. But despite this, and despite his reputation of being every bit of that rock star diva, the first time I met Cody, he was gracious. He was humble, polite, kind. He may have looked like he'd punch you in the face, but as soon as he started talking, all that kind of melted away. Cody Canada was and is a fine human being and a rock star. But it's strange how once you reach that level of success that he has, it can get hard interacting with people at times. I still recall standing by dumbfounded while a fan argued with Cody about the ages of his own sons. I was like, what? Another time. Cody stopped by my show not long before my daughter was born, and I asked him for advice. He told me to tell her you love her. He said my dad used to tell us he loved us like five times every day on the drive to school. Cody Canada is a rock star, but I'll tell you this right now. I don't listen to Fightin' Four or Alabama every day, but I do think about Cody Canada telling me to tell my daughters I love them every single day, and I'd estimate they've gotten about 45 to 55% more I love you's because of it, and I'm a better dad for it. This is a pretty wide-ranging interview. The Departed were kind of in between albums at the time, but had what would become hippie love punk finished, so we talked about that. Plus, how and why Ragweed's music still resonates before we got into newcomers, like American Aquarium, who aren't from Texas, but are very, very good. A quick reminder to tap, follow, and share this podcast with a Texas Red Dirt loving friend or family member, and then give us a five-star review on Apple if you like what you're hearing. To hear some of the best in Texas and red dirt, you gotta download my life-changing mobile app, Radio Texas Live, and stream the best of it 24-7. You can also continue this conversation at Buddy Logan on Instagram or Twitter and share your favorite memory from a time before Cody Canada was a Radio Texas Live Legend.
0: Radio Texas Live Legends with Buddy Logan. Cody
1: Canada here, Cody. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Uh, always great to have you by. Good to be here, man. Uh, I got to tell you this, and I may have told you this before, and I'm, I can't remember if I did or not. Back when I was in the army, I was uh, stationed in Germany. I was doing some time in Iraq. I went to this little tiny PX in Baghdad, and uh, soul gravy was there for sale. I bought it, and it, w- it was like a little piece of home for me. Awesome. That was I, th- like just the fact. that, And this was what, probably 2004 or so. Yeah. And uh, cross Canadian ragweeds. Soul Gravy was right there. I was like, dude, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: That's awesome. I remember actually. I remember sending boxes of that stuff over there.
1: Send send it over there, to like to the, troops. Yep. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Great album. I just wanted to Thanks. put that out there. I don't know if I ever told you that before.
0: I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah. That's well, I awesome. bought I bought your
1: album in Baghdad, Iraq. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, you're gonna be hanging out here for a little bit. We're gonna talk about your brand new album. We're gonna talk about your or uh, uh, well, your upcoming album. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about your huge uh, year at the Lone Star Music Awards. And uh, you're gonna sing a couple songs for us. Yes, sir. Very cool. Cody Canada from The Departed hanging out tonight on Radio Texas Live. Cody, thanks again, man, for stopping you by. You bet. Uh, the be de- The Departed. You guys have been together for what about four years now? Is it going this, five. Yeah, this October will
0: be four years.
1: Seth James recent was in the band. He left mm-hmm. about uh, maybe six or seven months ago. Yeah, he left back in November. End of November. See, and for me, and this is something I'd said since the very beginning, since the two of you teamed up no band is big enough for you for both of you that would be like uh like George Clooney and Brad Pitt doing every movie they ever did did together uh together every movie they ever did doing it together
0: you know I I mean that's really kind of what it was you know he was he wanted to to go do what he does and I needed to do what I do you know and it was really fun for the three years that it happened but he's a blues man he's a really good he's awesome great voice yeah and we were splitting it and um there's always personal stuff, you know, when it comes to writing songs and where you don't want to get involved, you know, right. You know, Seth, like he wrote prayer for the lonely about the loss of his mother. And you know, that's something I don't need to be involved in. Excuse me. I'll be involved in playing with him on it, but you know, that's, it's too personal for you for him. Yeah. I knew, I knew her, but she wasn't my mother. Right. You know, it it was, so, you know, he needed to go do his thing and I've heard prayer for the lonely recently with his new band, and it's, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is what I thought it needed to sound like from the get-go. And, and it was actually the last Departed uh, single released, mm-hmm. which has been
1: quite a while. Uh, let's go ahead and play it. Cool. What right now. Here's to Seth. It's uh, Cody Cannon, The Departed, Seth James on lead vocals, Prayer for the Lonely on Radio Texas Live. Cody, you are of, uh, you and your band, you guys have been in the studio the last, uh, it's, it's actually like right now, you're actually in the middle.
0: Yeah, we're kind of taking some breaks. I'm doing a few acoustic shows and we got a couple of band shows and then right back to it. What, uh, what what are we looking for in a new a new uh, The Departed album? You know, I got to looking at everything, like the notes of everything, and the subject matters of all the tunes. I never really pay attention to the subject matter. I always pay attention to the tempos, you know, and write the notes down, and like, this one's medium, this one's fast, this one's pretty fast, and this one's slow. You know, don't put too many slow ones on there. But I got to looking at the subject matter, and it's uh, like hippie love punk. Yeah. You know, it's... I don't know. You know, it's it's different things. You know, it's there's always love songs. Right. I talked to my old friend, Mike McClure, the other day, and he said, let me guess, it's um, the world's going to hell, uh, you love your wife, and don't back me in a quarter." <laughs> so pretty much. He knows you well. Yeah, knows, yes, that's pretty does. much,
1: that encompasses your, your music right that's there. That's pretty much it. <laughs> that's it right there.
0: <laughs> Cody, you've got a brand new album in the
1: works. You've been working on it in the studio this past week. And uh, you guys did something really cool. You uh, you wrote a song for the Braun brothers, and you actually got them to sing with you on the new song?
0: Yeah, last uh, I wrote this tune for uh, for the Braun family, Mickey and the motor cars and Reckless and, Reckless, and yeah. their, their dad, Muzzy. And um, Muzzy was in town from Idaho, and I said, since you're here, the very last verse of this song is about your house, about the feeling of being at your house up in the mountains, and so what'd you sing on it? sing on the record he said yeah so then we really got to thinking about it and piecing together you know let's see can we get all the brothers <laughs> that's uh, why it took so long yeah you yeah no kidding. Bad into it. well you know <laughs> there wasn't a drop of alcohol in the house and then they showed up
1: <laughs> so <laughs> you got you got the entire the entire brown family all,
0: all in there yeah yeah and it's uh it's pretty stripped down you know it's guitar guitar bass drums and then uh piano and then the, the lead is cody on fiddle nice and it I wanted it to feel like we were sitting in that room in their house. They had this little, little dance hall bar thing with a tiny little stage, and we played music from nine to nine, nine at night to six thirty in the morning. And it was just I wanted to recreate that sound, you know. And I think we did a, an all right job, but it's it's cool to have all of them singing. And it's in it was accidentally in order from the youngest to the oldest. Oh, nice, perfect. That was an accident. <laughs> I was trying to put them match the verse up with the the right brother. And it was the first time they've been in the studio together since they were like 10. Really? That's awesome. Cody, we were just talking
1: about your new album, uh, Looking Around, an October mm-hmm. release around there. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Like, it could be, It could it be 2015 by, by no. any? No. No I'll It'll wait. be out before the end no. of the year. Every 18
0: months, at least. All right, good. At the most. All right, good, most. good. Good, good. Uh, you you want to sing something for us off of it? Give us a little taste of it? Yeah. Um, I went out with, uh saying a lot of names, I went out with my friend Jason Bolin, who I've known for 20 years, and- We were in California, and I told him that um, we were talking about how shows are going, this and that, and how people are responding to new shows, new songs. And uh, he asked, how do people take the new songs? I said, man, you know, it's like the old songs. You know, when they sing back to you the songs about your family and your kids and your wife and your friends, and it makes you feel like you're just close to home. And it was that moment. Again, it's the second time he's done that (laughs) to me in my life. What was the first time? Seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. Yeah, we we almost got pulled over. Well, we didn't almost get pulled over by the cops. I just got paranoid <laughs> in in Yukon, Oklahoma, where I grew up, and he told me he told me that you're always seventeen when you're in your hometown. That's shortened it up a little it's shortened bit. shortened up just a little yeah. bit.
1: Make it made it a little more catchy.
0: Yeah. Uh you want to sing to the what's it called? Back uh, Back, back closer closer? is what we're calling it right now because I figured if we called it closer, then it you know, you'd have to sift through a billion songs to get it registered to so. Back closer is what it's where it's sitting right now.
1: You going you wanna do another one for us? Yeah, uh, sing another one live for us from the new from the yep. new album, something brand new.
0: Yeah, and uh, this is one. It's called coming coming to me. <laughs> it sounded like you said it again. And, uh, coming
1: coming to me. Coming to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it's about um. Well, honestly, there was this dude that uh, I knew once upon a time that said, "Don't ever make me mad because I'd write a song about him." about you Uh and man he really did it and so i've been sitting on the song for a while and it's been done i've i've been sitting on it for four or five years and it just finally raised its head it's time to do it and it's it's been a real fun one to do live with steve littleton on the pianos you know it's uh it i don't know it reminds me of the old the way we're approaching it it reminds me of the old neil young stuff you know he's waiting on the piano and i'm doing the grungy nasty that's awesome man that's uh, cool it's fun. It's awesome, yeah. Piano
1: Piano. Piano fits into anything. I think it I, does, too. I don't think the people, uh, bands, utilize it enough. There was Keys, a guy the other you
0: know. day on, on the old Facebook, the old social media, the other day, he said um, he didn't think that piano belonged in rock and roll. What? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, so there were several people that responded with, you know, Garth Hudson and Jerry Lee Lewis and... Billy Joel. Billy Joel, Billy yeah. Powell. Yeah. And just... You know, and then people start dropping band names. And, so anyway, he didn't and say then He deleted
1: his comment. He didn't say anything. He never,
0: he never heard from him again. Yeah, hey, I, I think he was. He might have been like a, like a white snake fan or something. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, check it out. It's called "Coming to
1: Me." Cody Canada live on Radio Texas Live. Cody, uh, pal of yours, I, I think a newer pal of yours, B.J. Barm of American Aquarium, mm-hmm. stopped by here uh, not too long ago. Great guys. Those guys are some cool dudes they're awesome guys. And they their their music is it's just so
0: raw and honest, I think is what the, the yeah. most the most attracting thing about it That's is. That's what attracted me to it. Yeah. Is it was for one thing it was heartfelt and you could tell that um uh, you know, BJ talks about it, you know, there was a girl <laughs> and oh yeah, boy she made she made some songs. She calls a bunch of good songs.
1: <laughs> everyone but, everyone needs one of them in their life.
0: Yeah. There's been several, several people that I've known I've known that have that one girl that just, you know, broke their heart. March their career. And they had three or four albums <laughs> nice. from it. Because, you know, you get, get a little angry and you can write several tunes. I bet. I, would, I wish I
1: could... I had an outlet like that. Like, I could get angry and write a song. It sure keeps you out of jail. I bet. I bet. Uh, but you guys you guys did this cool little, uh, like, a 30-day tour. Like, 30 days, 30 concerts mm-hmm. all over the, the West and the, the Midwest and, I don't know, Idaho, all the way up into Northwest. Yeah. And, and something that BJ said, because he and I spoke, he's from... They're from North Carolina, so Mm -hmm. they're not from, they didn't grow up in the Texas red dirt scene. And what we, what he and I spoke about was how he didn't really know cross Canadian ragweed for the last, you know, 12, 14 years. Mm -hmm. He didn't, he didn't know who Cody Canada was and the kind of, uh, uh, you know, if there was a a Mount Rushmore of, of red dirt in Texas music, there's a pretty good chance you'd you'd probably be up there (laughs) on it. And, uh, he, he thought it was cool because, you know, he knows you as just Cody Canada, a good friend, and he learned along the way about
0: cross Canadian ragweed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that one night, and he, he, was, he was apologizing. I so said, you don't have to apologize for <laughs> a, anything, ever. He yeah. was apologizing? Yeah, he said, sorry, I didn't know any of the old songs. And <laughs> there ain't no worries, man. They're all songs. That's funny. Talking about American Aquarium earlier, and uh, how close you guys really became, what what do you think about it, Is it that made you guys uh, uh, mesh so well so quickly? For one thing, they remind me of so many friends that I've had in this business. But they, they get in a van, and... North Carolina, and they gas it, and they head to Colorado, and then they go all the way to basically Canada and mm-hmm. the tip of Washington, and that's that's really the furthest they can be away from home in the United States. Yeah, and then they turn around and they gig back. It's dedication, you yeah. Know? I mean, they really love music and they want to spread it. And they're we talk about it all the time in our outfit about how they're they're getting ready to be the the next one. Very nice. I'd scene. be I'd be cool with that. Me I, def- too. I would definitely be cool. With that. We need we need that. You know, there, there's always those bands that are true and those people that talk about the things that a lot of people are afraid to talk about and, you know, the vindictive love songs. Right. And that needs to be done. You know, there's humor and beer drinking and trucks and all that, you know, and it's, uh, we're we're hopefully almost to the end of that. And we need to get back to the heartfelt, heartache. Yeah. The real, well, real, real stuff, well, real, stuff real, yeah, real reality. Music. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> That's what exactly, we need to get back exactly. to. Exactly.
1: All right, well, let's let's play some American Aquarium. It's a huge hit. Well, I don't even know it was really a huge hit. It should have been a much bigger hit than it was, but I hope He Breaks Your Heart is a song that I've gotten a lot of calls about from American Aquarium. That's their,
0: that's their one. I, I asked him, I said, what's the song? It's pretty cool. That's awesome.
1: So, Cody, about uh, two weeks ago, we, we picked up our newest affiliate, KIKN in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, um, and somebody called the very first night, and they were kind of you know wondering what the music was. She was intrigued by it. She was like, "So, what's what's like one song that would kind of, you know, let me understand what it is?" And we kind of got together here. We had a few suggestions. Uh, I think Pat Green's "Outbound 35, kind of mm-hmm. kind of went to the top of the list. But we settled on playing for her to let her know what 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 Red Dirt and Texas music is is Cross Canadian Ragweed Seventeen. Awesome, and, and and it really is. I mean, that's that's exactly what that song is. I mean, I think almost anybody who's close to
0: my age thinks that. Man, that you know that song really did really did good for us you know i know it was our first single and everything but i'm glad it worked i wasn't really trying to do anything you know i wasn't trying to to write a tune that was going to be catchier i was just talking about you know what i went through you know and what makes it so relatable is it's what everybody goes through. yeah i mean everybody i I really did learn that as the song started getting out there more i learned that people were relating to it and i never i moved away from yukon oklahoma and i came back and i actually did get pulled over by the cops and (laughs) I wouldn't do anything wrong at the time, right. you know. I mean, I still got a ticket, but I wasn't highly illegal or anything. And they they were still down on me. And you know, and I and I do miss that town. My dad still lives there, and I have some friends that live there. But Ray Benson did a, a show there, and he said my name over the mic, and he said he got booed. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I wish it wasn't that way. No. but, You know, it wasn't anything. How personal. big is How
1: big is UConn?
0: You know, when I was growing up, it's about twenty five thousand. I think it's probably sixty now. Yeah. It's you know, it's a interstate town and i don't know i hope people don't uh hate me out there because i love them i love them all right right right
1: all right well let's play it it's cody canada 17 on radio texas live uh cody thank you man thank you. you real quick last time you were here I asked you uh, who's the next breakout scene, uh, breakout star in the red dirt scene, mm-hmm. and you told me Jason Eady. Mm-hmm. And I have I have been all about Jason Eady since then. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. You've heard his new album, uh, oh, Light yeah. and Dark. Oh yeah, I'm a huge dude, fan. He's awesome, right? It's great. It's country, dude. It's so simple and powerful, and yeah.
0: just good country music. That's the thing about him is he is a you know he's a songsmith. You know he he doesn't just write something, move on. You know he'll write it and then think about it, look at it, and study it. Fix what needs to be it. fixed, and yeah, he's great. The new album's awesome. Um, if if
1: uh, he was actually here a couple weeks ago, played the like probably three or four songs off of it. If if I asked you now, you can't say Jason E. D. and you can't you <clears throat> can't say American Aquarium. Uh, who do you think is the next breakout uh, star in the Red Dirt scene? Band, musician? No, Jason E. D. No, no uh, American Aquarium. Those well, guys are off the
0: board. They're already doing it. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, there's a guy out of uh, out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, named John Moreland. John Moreland. Yeah, All and right. here's the here's the funny part. Because I'm an Okie, and I never heard of this guy until we went on the road with American Aquarium. And they said, We can't believe you haven't heard of this guy. The American Aquarium told you about yeah, him. About this Tulsa okay. dude. And he is he's like Chris Stapleton, you know, he's he's got that huge giant voice and just an awesome songwriter. And in my opinion, he's the one. Have you
1: have you by chance heard of Sturgill Simpson yet?
0: You know, I heard of, I've heard of him through a friend of mine up in Kentucky. He told me about him.
1: I had, I had a buddy that I was in the Army with in Ar- Arkansas that actually told me about
0: him. Mm. And have you listened to anything he's done? I've listened to, we have an Americana station back home, and I've listened to one song. It's, it's like, he's kind of got a whaling sound, oh, yeah. but it's
1: like a funkadelic whaling. Yeah. He's another guy that I, I, I want people to know about.
0: Stur- you know, Sturgill Simpson. My friend told me that he was in a band before. And and then now he's like solo. Doing his own thing? Yeah, that's. I don't really know. I don't know much about
1: him either. The details, but I know he's good. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. Sturgill Simpson and and you said John Moreland. John Moreland, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Let's close it out with, uh, you pick whatever song you want to play. What song do you want to hear? Whatever song I want to play. Any song. It doesn't have to be yours. I mean, it can be if if you feel like. No. Whatever you want to hear.
0: I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Um... You know, I had a really good moment one night at my sister's house dancing in the dirt with my wife to Jen and Smoking Lies.
1: All right, cool. Turnpike Troubadours. Yeah. All right, very cool. Cody Canada, thank you very much, man. Thank you. Well... Cody Canada picked Gin Smoke Lies from the Turnpike Troubadours to close out his appearance on Radio Texas Live in 2014. And how cool is that? And how funny are we talking about Sturgill Simpson? It's almost a footnote in this interview, and neither of us knew much. Of course, we both do now. The world knows who Sturgill Simpson is. I could talk, I could talk with Cody all day. Great voice on every level. I'm Buddy Logan, and thanks for listening. As always, you can enjoy archive interviews of Radio Texas Live legends with Cody Jinks, Whiskey Myers, Aaron Watson, Casey Musgraves, and more, and you can find them wherever you found this episode. What's remarkable to me about this interview is how spot-on Cody was in naming the next generation of great artists. He's aligned himself with what I'll call the next Radio Texas Live legends like American Aquarium, who are from North Carolina but do well nationwide. You know, if this whole singing and touring thing doesn't work out for Cody, you could probably uh, run a run a successful record label all right episode seven of this on-demand show written and produced by billy dukes with help from my friends at taste the country and the boot including amanda hensel and angela stefano you can listen to radio texas live 24 7 on our life-changing mobile app and hear me on 16 great radio stations every week spinning the best in texas and red dirt follow this show on apple or spotify and give us a rating or review where possible Episode 8, the last episode of Season 1, focuses on another great Texas artist. Perhaps the hottest one right now. Want to guess? That's right, Coexel. That's next week during the exciting Season 1 finale of Radio Texas Live Legends.